Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. My name is Shazia Fiaz and today I will be talking to you about Al-Hayatul Amina, the secure life. Al-Hayatul Amina is of four types. One, material security, which is Al-Amina al-Madi, like wealth, property, money, etc. Number two, inner security, which is Al-Amina al-Nafsi, which includes emotional and mental security, free from fear and worry. Number three, social security, which is al-amin al-ijtima'i, which is to feel secure within your relationships. And number four, political security, which is al-amin al-sayasi. This is to feel secure in your home and society. We also need security in the hereafter. So during our life, we need to strengthen our faith and increase in performing good deeds. The name of Allah, Al-Mu'min, has many meanings, but for now, we will focus on the meaning of the bestower of security, Wahib al-Aman. People want to feel secure whether it is socially, financially, personally or politically, which can only be achieved by knowing and attaching to Allah, Al-Mu'min. To feel secure is one of the biggest blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon his creation. That is why we should always be grateful if we have it. Nations that were given security. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted security to the nation of Tamud, whose messenger was Saleh alayhi salam. They used to make dwellings in the mountains in order to feel secure. And they used to hew out dwellings from the mountains, feeling themselves secure. Surah Al-Hijr 82. However, they did not thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for that security as they did not have faith nor did they perform good deeds. We need security in order to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is why the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and his companions migrated from Makkah to Medina so they could worship Allah free from fear and persecution. <laughs> He who has fed them against hunger has made them safe from fear. If a person is ungrateful for the security provided by Allah or continuously sins, then Allah will remove that security. And remember when Ibrahim said, O my Lord, make the city, Mecca, one of peace and security and keep me and my sons away from worshipping idols. For a believer, the greatest threat to his security is the corruption of his Tawheed, faith, through shirk and bidah. In the above ayah, Ibrahim beautifully outlined this through his dua by asking for the security of Makkah as well as safeguarding his offsprings and their faith. And 
And remember when we made the house, the Kaaba at Makkah, a place of resort for mankind and a place of safety? And take you people the maqam of Ibrahim as a place of prayer? And we commanded Ibrahim and Ismail that they should purify my house for those who are circumambulating it or staying or bowing or prostrating themselves. The security of Makkah is one of the factors that make people want to return to it. Islam encourages us to maintain security and be aware of mischief and not to terrify the people. That is why the legislation in Islam, that is halal and haram, is a safeguard to maintain security. Anything that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded us to do and not to do will create a secure society. O you who believe, Al-Kis asks, the law of equality in punishment is prescribed for you in case of murder. The free for the free, the slave for the slave, and the female for the female. But if the killer is forgiven by the brother or the relatives, etc., of the killed against blood money, then adhering to it with fairness and payment of the blood money to their hair should be made in fairness. This is an alleviation and a mercy from your Lord. So after this, whoever transgresses the limits, i.e. kills the killer after taking the blood money, he shall have a painful torment. The penalties and punishments ordained in the Quran are there to deter people from committing crimes and injustices. There can be no greater guidelines on how to create and establish a safe and secure society than the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala.